from the PSI ASI Mobile Studios at the Huntley Lodge at Big Sky Resort in Montana. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and it's 2018 National Academy. And we're joined this evening by Greg Dixon and Grant Bishop of the national team. I almost said tele-national team, which uh, you guys are both specialists in the Free the Heal. Which, George, that's actually great. We are actually trying to uh, change the name so that we are... uh, calling ourselves the Telemark team and the cross-country team. Oh, you are. And moving out of the phrase, the Nordic team. Grant, you're just shaking your head. Is that a, an affirmative shake? Uh, a- absolutely. It's just um, it's one of those things that if we look at how we describe skiing, uh, we, we look at it differently. And we're probably similar into how we describe skiing to more similar to alpine than cross-country. So uh, Tele Academy is actually starting tomorrow. What's the difference between National Academy and Tele Academy? Uh, so Telemark Academy is going to run alongside National Academy. It's still here at Big Sky Resort. And we are doing what we call a three-day track, uh, whereas National Academy is a five-day five days out here. So three days of Telemark, and it is run kind of similar to to National Academy in that we have uh, three we have three coaches, two of us from the national team currently, uh, another coach that was on the national team two terms ago, which is Tom Marshall, who's a local here from Big Sky. And we are going to have our general groups in the morning. Uh, the, and we'll keep the same people for three days. And then we have an array of electives happening in the afternoon uh, so that each guest or sorry, each member can uh, sh- ski with different team members and they can uh, get around and, and, and learn different concepts you know so the electives we have all different ideas uh, that we're trying to focus on for those so really similar to national academy it's just a little shorter version let's go with that and the electives are going to be devoted to tele they're not going to be uh like today we had an elective for the alpine and snowboarders that they could do an intro to tele are you going to have an intro to alpine or intro to snowboard uh no we are strictly telemark (laughs) strictly telemark so it was fun going out with you all this afternoon uh, and, and watching the intro class. What were some of the things that you, you really try to get across? And you're only working with people that uh, most of them hadn't been on teleskis before. And uh, you've only got two hours or so with them. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the cool thing about Telemark is that um, typically we're a sport where people have alpine skied before or snowboarded before. So people actually bring something, you know, to the mix. So in the case today, we can move people straight up to a chairlift pretty quickly. They they understand how the mountain works, safety, things like that. So we um, that that's in our corner. Um, but yeah, there's only so much change that you can affect in a couple of hours. Um, but we had a stellar crew that did very well actually well it really was i I mean you said very quickly they had one ride up the magic carpet and you guys went right over to the chair (laughs) it was impressive well you know even more impressive is this group at the end of the lesson they said hey when can we do this again can we do it during tele academy so we might actually build another group for people that came out today and want to do this again Uh, they're so stoked on it and honestly you, you saw it's a really difficult sport but really rewarding and a lot of fun and once you start to to feel it uh, it's it's honestly a lot more fun than any other discipline out there. And what really surprised me, um, in your introduction, you were talking about um, people with snowboard skills, people with alpine skills, people with Nordic skills and backgrounds. Uh, it seemed like the snowboarders who hadn't tried this before picked it up really quick. 
And I mean, they're on skis. My my natural thought was that, well, the skiers are going to pick it up right away. But it really seemed like the snowboard. Why is that? Um, yeah, I mean, just looking at all the different disciplines, I think there's there's parts of elements of telemark skiing that snowboarders pick up quicker. And there's parts that alpine skiers pick up quicker. Um, so the, the big one is alpine. We have to break some of the habits down that, they, that are ingrained alpine that don't necessarily work telemark. Um, so telemark, we have to stay in between two feet. And that's what snowboarders do. And alpine, you typically align over the outside ski. And, you know, you're your uh, Tony chin somewhat aligned and um, telemark you have to stay between a front foot and a back foot <clears throat> and um, to do that snowboarders typically pick up that part of tele skiing quicker yeah if you actually looked at the individuals uh, the two telemarkers were actually really good at getting into a telemark stance but at the same time they had a hard time steering both skis uh, in the same direction and you said the telemark, the snowboarders. Yeah. yeah. So they, they okay. could stand in a telemark stance maybe a little bit better than the alpiners, but they did, still had issues with how they turned the skis and how they edged the skis, yeah. where the alpiners could actually steer the skis pretty well and control their speed, but they wouldn't get into as much of a telemark stance. And so that's kind of the skill set that um, snowboarders know how to balance in between two feet because that's how the, what they're used to, but the skiers know how to turn two skis and rotate them. And that's – they all did – you know, they each had their skill sets that they brought to that, uh, and they, they did well in those skill sets but had troubles with the things that were totally new to them. It was fascinating for me to watch. I mean, me with no telemark background at all, um, but it was just such a learning experience to be observing what you guys were teaching and, and the way the students were picking it up. Um, but let's get into Telemark Academy. What are some of the things you're going to be offering to people, levels of skiers, things like that? Uh, so we have we have a actually a huge um, range of levels. I know that there are uh, some people that are coming that are uh, Northern Rocky Mountain examiners in Telemark. And then I actually know one or two individuals individuals who've maybe only spent a year telemarking. And I believe we have everything in between. Uh, one of the cool things is all the people who are participants of either National Academy or Telemark Academy, uh, they have been given access to the Telemark community uh, page. And so I can go ahead and look at the Telemark Academy page and say, hey, here's the 25 people that are signed up for this. I can go their, through their profile and I can see, hey, this person's a level two cert from uh, Eastern Division. This person's a level three cert from Northern Rocky Mountain. And so looking through that, we have a bunch of level threes coming, a handful of examiners, a bunch of level twos, and a handful of non-certified telemarkers. Uh, so we have a huge range, which is really awesome. And possibly five people from today. And probably a few <laughs> more people that are maybe one day on Telemark skis. And are you surprised by the uh, response? Because you've got a really nice turnout. Uh, I'm completely surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised. <laughs> Is it when, who came up with the idea? I mean, did you pitch this to PSIA? Did uh, PSIA come to you? Well, I think every year we try to have some sort of nationally run event for Telemark. And uh, Last year at National Academy, we had a very we had a we had a telemark component, but it's more just electives in the afternoon, and there was interest. We were getting eight to twelve people every afternoon. Oh, we were, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm trying to think. There's a I can't remember what other events that they ran for for nationally uh, from the National Academy because this is only our second year. Uh, Grant and I on the national team, and so I can't remember what events they ran at the national level. Uh, but our goal on this team is that we want to have. Uh, at least once a year, if not more than that, uh, an event that is run by national, the national 
uh, office in the national team. And so it worked really well logistically because uh, all the office staff from PSIA is already here. Uh, they have the venue set up, they have the suppliers here. And so us stepping in with uh, 25 members and three or four coaches is kind of an easy fit to slide in there and, and work a really similar program. And it seems like a lot of fun for you guys. I mean, especially if more events are added. Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> it's a great time of the year and, and um, Big Sky is also a great mountain and they've had great snow this year. So, um, yeah, we're, we're lucky to have this event. I, I think Grant would agree the, the best part about being on the national team is being out in clinics with membership. Uh, that's what we both love to do. We both love skiing, being on the snow, and sharing this with other people. So this is uh, the culmination of everything else we do is being on the snow with these folks. And uh, it's funny because uh, I just saw you at uh, a training uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago, and you were actually out uh, teaching on alpine skis, Greg. Uh, yeah, I'm actually an alpine clinician for the Northwest Division, and so I, I can cross over pretty well. Uh, the event that they did was Logan Academy at Vail, which is usually reserved for uh, National Alpine team members. I was kind of a pinch hitter for Dusty Dyer, who got injured, but they know I can alpine at a decent level, so they let me in, and I didn't embarrass myself, so it worked out okay. So for both of you, been a good experience leading into Telemark Academy? Yeah, it's been uh, great to be here the last couple days and see everything that's going on. And we've done some other things for from early morning skins today to uh, ah, that's right. a few other a few other events. Um, and it's great to jump into some alpine clinics or some other things just to see what everybody else is doing and tag along some of the legends and things like that. So, Greg, we got to get into the morning skin. Sorry. That was uh, – how did that go? Uh, uh, this morning went great. We actually had no idea what to expect as far as folks showing up. Uh, we were able to uh, coerce uh, Nick Heron to show up out there with us. So we had Grant, myself, and Nick leading the groups, and I think we had seven members show up and skin up with us. And it was uh, Andesite Mountain, I think is what it is. We skinned all the way up there and had a nice, beautiful, untracked groomer all the way down. It was beautiful. And uh, the, uh, the idea is actually we're having two uphill days, and it's sort of in conjunction with this idea that we are building a new e-learning course on inbounds uphill travel. And so I'm actually was uh, contracted to start building that. And uh, this, by a few days here ahead of Telemark Academy, we're able to go out and shoot some video clips for that uh, e-learning course. Any idea when that's going to be available? Uh, it is supposed to be available between January and February of next year. Sure if I do my job right. Well, Greg, Grant, thanks very much for taking the time to join us. Uh, a lot of fun going on this evening, so enjoy your time. Great. Thank you, George. Thank thanks. you, George. From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at National Academy 2018 here at the Huntley Lodge at Big Sky, I'm George Thomas.